Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct, but most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, you want experience during your football season? Well, buckle up, sweet cheeks. That's all we need! We've got all the experience in the world. This is I Want Your Flex with Dan Beyer and Mike Harmon. Mike and Dan break down everything you need to set your lineups. From position rankings to starts and sits, the guys help you make those hard decisions. And now, let's get your flex on. Here's Dan Beyer and Mike Harmon. Ah, yeah, week nine is in the books already. We are on the, well, we're, we're coming down the stretch already. In terms of the fantasy regular season, welcome in another edition of I Watch Reflex. Mike Harmon alongside Ryan Bershinger, uh, Dan Byer uh, with us as always as we we get into the week heading into week 10. Uh, but the two of us uh, will take you through some of the big storylines uh, that emerge as we get out of week nine. And I don't think there's anything bigger than the idea of a guy getting zero snaps in a practice, Ryan, and being able to go and practice his cadence. Hear, hear my voice. Hear my voice uh, on the <laughs> sideline with an offensive line and then coming in and accounting for three touchdowns in relief of an injured starter, and that's Josh Dobbs of the Minnesota Vikings. Last week on the podcast we did to start the week predictive of the trade deadline, I thought he was the best options of all of the – I mean, there were like 15 quarterbacks. What about him? What about him? It's like, how about a guy that actually just goes and plays? And Josh Dobbs is that guy. Remember, they couldn't get his jersey. Yeah. He had to beg for <laughs> right. his jersey. Now he's got to do that again. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, man, as as a Packer fan, watching this, like, knowing that it's the Vikings, it doesn't affect me whatsoever. I I, I am loving the Josh Dobbs story this season. It is, it is truly fun to watch, knowing that he started the season as – a journeyman who the Cardinals just kind of needed somebody to play quarterback at the start of the season and they picked up Josh Dobbs and and he was actually pretty good 
to to start the season, and he looked like a le- even a legitimate fantasy option at times. Um, and then you had you had called it last week that the Vikings were a great landing spot for him. That uh, the way that um, uh, I'm drawing a blank on their head coach. Uh, 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 well, Kevin O'Connell of the the Vikings. Yeah, well, the, the Cardinals. Uh, oh, Car- the, the, the Gannon, Gannon, Jonathan Gannon. Yeah, yeah, Gannon. Um, Sorry. <laughs> uh, like, where are you? Where are you taking me? We, we, old one, new one. Yeah, where he demotes him to third, which made no sense. Yes. Yeah. Right. Talks positively of him after the game, and then comes back Monday and goes, "Oh, he's third. Yeah, because we watched yeah. the tape. It's like." We all watch the tape. It ain't yep. him. Yep. It ain't him. As as you correctly called, he was just straight up telling the media like he's he's gonna be traded, and he he goes to the Vikings has no time whatsoever to pick up their offense. You have videos of him, yeah, teaching the offensive lineman like what his what his snap counts is, like what his cadence is. That's that's incredible, and the fact that he came in and won that game, uh, it's he he just also seems like a guy who's fun to root for like he seems like a good dude and uh who's who's been working hard at it for quite a few years in the nfl to see him come through this way uh is really fun to watch i think it's the best story in the league this season and from a fantasy perspective it is also uh rather (laughs) rather uh, what's again i'm drawing blanks on it's comforting the word i'm looking for is comforting well in, in a strange year for the quarterback position yes. right i've had a, i've had some good success in the predictive and rankings and whatever but what we've seen uh with devito going to take over for the giants right yep. Tommy devito next cuz uh, daniel jones gets hurt again mm-hmm. uh what a terrible story too cuz he battled back neck injury where there was some questions of whether he was going to come back at all Ugh. fights his way back on the field barely Gets his beak wet, mm-hmm. and he's now done for the year, and probably uh, going to be thrown out of New York when it's yeah. all said and done. Be a high-priced backup, uh, and see where his co- career continues. But with Devito, that I mean, that's ten rookies, yeah. right? As much as we're talking about the rookie class to come, we got ten guys that have been pressed into service in 2023. Look, look at Dobbs' stats, though. Four games this season with multiple touchdown passes. Four rushing touchdowns overall, and six games with at least 40 rushing yards. Yeah. Like, that's the one that you're circling, right? Yeah. There, There's your bonus, four to five points. Uh, and, you know, we were talking about it a little bit Monday night in between the, uh, you know, trying to console Jason Smith. You were working with us, uh, Jason Smith Show, uh, and, and with me, uh, 7 to 11 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio each night, and talking about Josh Dobbs, and, and that's one of the, the little – secret things for him hmm. is the rushing yards and particularly how pedestrian and I'm being nice there the run game has been for Minnesota and and look we got plenty of guys we can call out Austin Eckler and Tony Pollard mm-hmm. and certainly Alexander Madison here's your opportunity they let Dalvin yeah. Cook go I was surprised Dalvin Cook didn't come back in a Minnesota uniform right. too right that <laughs> uh, used to work maybe it could work again uh but Madison's been a, a disaster. Cam Akers shows up. He's now got an ACL. Again, I don't know what's real, what's imagined in terms of the whispers you heard about him with the Rams to this point, whatever. But anytime, I mean, you don't, you don't wish any of that on anybody, yeah, man, yeah. in terms of where they're at and trying to make their living. But Ty Chandler, a guy we've talked about for a couple of weeks, he's stashable, but until he actually performs, he ain't getting anywhere near a starting lineup. Yeah. So Josh Dobbs becomes a de facto 
hey, I hope for 40 yards out of him. So there's some balance. But the bigger issue, right, and, and we've, we've talked about it from a guillotine perspective of the victories of picking up Justin Jefferson. Mm-hmm. Right? What was it, 79 you paid? $77. 77 yeah. right? Because I, I bid 69 because I'm a smartass. <laughs> Look, sometimes you take the, the cheap joke like anybody else. But all of a sudden, he's back in play because yeah. they're in the number seven seed in the NFC you got Hawkinson, you got Addison. The KJ Osborne injury did not look good, so we haven't seen as we record this mm-hmm. late on Monday night, heading into Tuesday morning East Coast. We don't have a definitive word as to what his status is near and long term. But you've got an offense that can make some noise. You got a schedule that has some spots for you to make some noise. Uh, even if you look at fantasy playoff weeks. There are opportunities because they're mm-hmm. divisional matchups, which I think is the dopiest thing ever. Right. But when you're playing the Lions defense, who we've seen eviscerated at times, when you're playing the Packers defense, sorry, no, they have not. I mean, yeah, they beat up on Brett Rippon, right. but they've been beatable. <laughs> yeah. Right? I mean, well, yeah, yeah. take advantage of the schedule. Yeah. I mean, look at the Chargers, what they did to Zach Wilson. That was a 29 point performance. Yeah. And I'll tell yeah. you what, I had a fantasy matchup to where I needed like one of those ridiculous efforts. Uh-huh. But for one step out of Bounds at the end on that return. Oh. That was a touchdown that would have been put me over the top oh. and given me a victory, sending me to seven and two. Instead, oh. it's a six and three oh, team. That's geez. fine. I was going up against the guy that's right up top with me, and it was the most improbable because DK Metcalf, the guys that we complained about sure. a couple of weeks ago, uh, all factor in on that squad. But for Dobbs, opportunity is there, but it probably means if you're Justin Jefferson. Maybe it was towards Operation Shutdown a week or two ago. Now all of a sudden it's like, wait a minute. There's still stuff to play for, and this guy didn't even know the playbook. Yeah, that's or their names for right. crying out loud. <laughs> he's, he's learning out. They look like uh, players in in the NC two A football games to him. They're just uh, you know running back yeah, that's number twenty four. Um, yeah, no, I, I I I think that's where you if you were a Justin Jefferson owner. You've been on such a weird wave of emotions since Kirk Cousins went down because suddenly you're like, well, I mean, dang, is he not even going to come back now? Is this team going to even be able to compete? Are we going to have to watch Jaron Hall try to throw to Justin Jefferson? Uh, Now, suddenly, this this situation feels like a spot where... Justin Jefferson's going to be rather reinvigorated uh, coming back in healthy onto that team, and Dobbs is going to feed him. And Jordan Addison as well, where Addison, it, it looked like suddenly his his value had dropped a ton. Now, with uh, even once Jefferson comes back, if Osborne is out for a bit, and it's the fact that, yeah, you should feel comfortable with, with Dobbs throwing these guys the ball, because uh, he's definitely a better option than a handful of quarterbacks across the league right now. So um, that's you can definitely feel pretty good once again about uh, having receiving options from the Vikings in fantasy. 80% availability heading into the waiver period for week 10 <laughs> of your National Football League <laughs> season. All right, on the other side of that game yes. is the is another one, right? <laughs> we, we did the hate and love kind of thing a couple of weeks ago. Who's helping your team? Who's uh, tearing you asunder uh, and driving you insane? And obviously, when we look at the Atlanta Falcons, Look, I long jettisoned Kyle Pitts to uh, the waiver wire in one of the leagues. I got tired of waiting. I had some injury issues and and just said, okay, I need I need able bodied elsewhere. And well, maybe that's a mistake because the guy, one of my other tight ends, is now 
well done for the season. But in Atlanta, John U. Smith taking up some of his touches, but we're all still waiting to see what exactly Bijan Robinson is is going to be. Because at this point, it's the my mom used to have a phrase when we'd buy her maybe maybe some nice stuff, you know, nice clothing thing for a birthday or Christmas, or you'd buy something that you thought was a cool gadget for the kitchen. And her phraseology was always save it for good. At this point, what the hell is Arthur Smith saving Bijan Robinson for? <laughs> Another game with just 11 carries, 11-11. Everybody remembers the game against Tampa Bay uh, where he was basically a bystander. Mm-hmm. But 13-14. So outside of week two against your Packers when he went for 19 for 124, you're looking at 14 or fewer carries per week. Did go over 100 yards against Jacksonville in a 23-7 loss. Passing game, targets are still there. Nine targets over the last two weeks, uh, totaling one catch for eight yards. Yeah. Or two, yeah, two <laughs> catches for eight yards, sorry. Um, but the his lack of inclusion in the offense and showcasing is one of the most maddening things. Because if you look at ADP, what was he, top five? Yeah. In virtually every league. Pretty much. Um, yeah, looking back at this last game, too, you have... Tyler Algier had more touches than Bijan. Uh, you had that weird drive where the Falcons got down to first and goal from the one and then started with a false start, so they moved back to the six. So then they pass it to Jonu Smith. Then they try a rushing attempt with Jonu Smith. And then they try a rush with Tyler Algier. Um, so, and that drive ended in a field goal. They did not score a touchdown there. Uh, not only is Bijan not getting a touch in these goal-to-go situation, they're literally handing the ball off to Jonu Smith instead. Because I believe the the phrase is, if you if you have Jonu Smith on your team, you try f- to find ways to get him the ball. Damn it. You know, <laughs> I, I, the only thing he, they, they did in New England was they set up the direct deposit for big checks. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't really see to get him the ball very often. Yeah, yeah. And I look, I get that Janu did eventually have that that big sixty yard catch and run in the game, but and and Janu's been fine. I'm not I'm not trying to knock Janu Smith as a player here. I'm I'm trying to knock the fact that Arthur Smith apparently is enamored by him and doesn't seem to want to give the ball to anyone else, including the man that their team spent a insanely high draft pick on. Uh, and the fact that they're still handing the ball off to Tyler Algier more. Again, Algier is a fine running back, but everything points to Bijan being a very strong talent and probably being the best running back on this team. All conventional wisdom seems to in- indicate that. Uh, everything except for his actual usage on the field right. seems to indicate that. Well, I mean, we saw the video game. Remember Andy's room? <laughs> yeah, Andy's like, room. It was the greatest Andy's jump room. step ever. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know. I don't understand. I don't. Maybe now that Arthur Smith has shaved his mustache, then maybe <laughs> now he'll start to come to his senses. Brutal, I'm not sure. But, uh, yeah, he, he seems to get some sort of sick satisfaction from making fantasy managers angry and i i can see where you would enjoy doing that if you played in the league but uh you shouldn't be doing that at a detriment to your own actual team so uh good for you arthur uh give Bijan the damn ball 
Now let's uh, let's jump to uh, positivity, <laughs> yes. shall we? we? We've done some negativity. Uh, we'll get into some of the injuries uh, after the break. But let's get one more story in. Because uh, one of the feel-good stories, I think, for the year is the success and dominance in in many, many spaces of C.J. Stroud. Now, uh, I did not like seeing him in a couple of leagues against me. Uh, this particular week, I had this strange week where I had two teams I faced had Stroud, Kate Otten, and the Raiders defense playing against me. Talk about a base of points. <laughs> the other guys didn't even have to show up yeah. uh, to beat my beat me down in those. But when we look at Stroud this last week, I mean, just operational efficiency at its finest. Your offensive line starting to get together. We talked about Tank Dell a long time ago. Um, this week we got Dalton Schultz back in the mm-hmm. mix, one of my all-time favorites, a guy I really thought was going to be a big factor yeah. for him all year and maybe the second half. Yeah. He blows up in the tight end position, certainly uh, has openings at the top of the heap for some performances. But 470 yards, five touchdowns. I started Lamar Jackson in the leagues that I had C.J. Stroud as his right. backup. As you would, yeah. Strong matchup, and it's it's just like the Chargers Jets game on Monday night. If you see the final score, like I got a couple of touchdowns and a big game from Justin Herbert. No, I didn't. Yeah. You right. see the score for the Ravens game? I got a big game from Lamar Jackson. No, I got 15 points. <laughs> I got yeah. help by the fact that he had some rushing yards. Mm-hmm. But you look at Stroud at this point, and you've had three games of. 300 plus a 384 back against Indianapolis week two. Now you got this massive 470 game against the the Buccaneers. And even with the offensive line having the component parts, I mean, they haven't played their starting five Mm -hmm. together at all. He's only absorbed 18 sacks. The kid gets the ball out. And he finds his targets. He's operating at a 62% completion rate. Ryan, fine, dirt it, whatever. But the fact that you just keep seeing zeros in the turnover column, mm-hmm. just amazing. Yeah. Right? He's at 14 and one thus far. And this is a guy that I, I dare say, with Nico Collins, with Schultz, with Tank Dell, you got a guy that's going to win you some fantasy titles. Yeah. And he's probably still on your bench because you haven't right. felt compelled to, to trust it, right? Because against Carolina, that was the one clunker in the mix. Completes two-thirds of his passes, but only 140 yards, zero touchdowns. Did have a rushing touchdown. Mm. But otherwise, you're looking at five multi-touchdown games, including this five spot that he puts up here. Only shut out twice from the passing touchdown column that perhaps people will be more willing to push him forward I think, yeah. Or, or is it just? Do you still look at it as a nah, still a rookie? Because I look, I played the defensive thing, right? We right. talked about it, and you you were working with us, talking with Smith, even looking long term with Aaron Rodgers and whatever else. Of all right, if there's a guy that might be viable, I'd rather he rot on my bench, and I can kick myself in the ass for not activating a guy. Because I'll beat myself that way, as opposed to I didn't have the guts to pick somebody up and watch him beat me on the other side. And I think with C.J. Stroud, that's going to happen with a bunch of folks. But we're, I think I'm starting to get to the point where maybe I'd step out on that ledge a little bit. 
he's this is a it, it was an incredible game to watch because everything about Stroud's situation kind of is building in this way where as fantasy players we look at it and think all right there should be great opportunity here defense isn't good so they're going to be playing from behind a lot their run game is non-existent uh, because Damian Pierce has been a non-factor and then he's hurt and so Devin Singletary is also a non-factor so they just have to throw constantly but the the factor there is then Stroud has to be effective in throwing and as you're pointing out he's been very very good at that he's not turning the ball over he's he's spreading the ball out incredibly well you had five those five touchdowns to, to four different guys Tank Dell had two, but otherwise Nico Collins, Noah Brown, and Dalton Schultz all got one. Um, so he's he clearly like he's 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 being very effective and and he's uh, distributing the ball incredibly well. And yeah, as you're saying, you would kind of have to start to move him up those rankings, but then you're starting to play matchups because as you mentioned, like for example, Justin Herbert had not a uh, not a good week this week. And this isn't the first time this has happened to him. Uh, no. Of course, the Jets have a good pass defense. Um, but looking at matchups next week, C.J. Stroud goes to Cincinnati against the Bengals, and Justin Ter- Herbert has the Lions at home. You probably lean Herbert on the matchup there because the Lions' secondary isn't good. Um, but that also is a game where the Texans are going to throw a lot. And, I mean, granted, that's they're all going to be like that for them probably, but especially with the Bengals, you figure the Bengals should should take care of them pretty well. Stroud's going to have to throw the ball a lot. Um, so he's, he's starting to uh, – another one here, Niners-Jaguars. So looking at Trevor Lawrence against the Niners, the Niners you've been able to throw against pretty well. Mm-hmm. So that's probably still a good matchup there. But this is kind of the echelon that C.J. Stroud's moving into, where you look at these matchups with with guys like Herbert and 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 uh, and Lawrence, who were drafted as your QB one very strongly, and these are probably teams with that have Stroud on their bench. So, uh, yeah, I think that you do start to play the matchups. It's going to be very tempting coming off of this gigantic performance to just go with Stroud. Um, But, you know, he'll he'll still have growing pains here and there. But, I mean, it's obviously it's a great problem to have now if if you've got Stroud and another starting quarterback. So um, I, I think that... You still have to kind of be a little level-headed, play matchups, and and understand that it is going to be pretty matchup dependent with what you can and can't do with these guys. But it you will have to really consider starting Stroud over bigger names like that. Ryan Bershinger with me. I'm Mike Harmon. I want your flex. You already know that. You tuned in uh, at Ryan Bershinger, where you find him on Twitter, the Swing Shift Podcast, as we get into the hot stove and the debates of where do you spend your money in free agency. Perhaps it's just shameless begging with he and Bo Benson for Shohei Otani to become a Dodger. Uh, Find me over at Swollen Dome, where I rant on everything and anything sports, pop culture, music related uh we have some fun there now coming up next we'll talk about a couple of injuries that loom large in the fantasy universe creating opportunities for other players in their respective teams and on the waiver wire that's coming up next in just a minute there are some things that are too good to keep a secret like how your amex platinum card helps you have the perfect trip i'd like to check into the centurion lounge or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. 
With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Juan Gabriel. Juan Gis. Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Harold G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Ex-Tina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, welcome back in. I watch Flex here getting ready for Week 10 of your National Football League. Right now we're taking a look back at some of the big news and notes uh, coming out of the Week 9 action, including a couple injuries. Mike Harmon, Ryan Bershinger with you here. And Bersh. I look at a couple of names that really stand tall, top options at the respective positions, and and one is huge because, well, let's face it, a couple of times this season, uh, a cloak of invisibility has found its way onto Jamar Chase. He was smallish in the Sunday night win against the Bills, but back injury, right? Mm-hmm. Applying all sorts of apparatuses, uh, apparati, uh, to try <laughs> apparatuses uh, to try to stimulate the back, get rid of some of the pain. Took a nasty hit and fall on the lower back, and finished with just forty-one or four point one points, forty-one receiving yards on the night. Uh, and then obviously add your uh, points per reception, a couple of, what was it, four for 41, uh, but also has had three other games this season. And remember Joe Burrow being injured at the start of the season limited some of that, but we had finally had at least a couple of double-digit games, including that breakout week five for Chase. Now potentially on the shelf, we'll get official word as the week goes on, but all of a sudden, Tyler Boyd, who's out there in 
over 40% of fantasy leagues. Mm -hmm. You saw him pick up a bunch of targets against the Bills. Looks like he's ready for prime time now. Yeah, that's definitely where you you keep your eye on on the likes of Tyler Boyd. If uh, if Chase miss, misses action, uh, you're able to definitely upgrade T Higgins. T he finished with eight for one ten in that game, uh, and this is why you kind of stick with T Higgins. I know it's it's been it's been tough goings for him. All as well. three of those guys, yeah. man, it, it has been a, a roller coaster. Now you add Irv Smith Jr. You yeah. add the other tight ends. It's 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 a little bit of a uh, strange scenario. Pick your poison. And ride the uh, lightning with Joe Burrow. And it was nice to see as well. Joe Mixon did have five catches in this game to go with his uh, his rushing touchdown. So uh, I, I expect Mixon to have a, a pretty strong second half of the season. Uh, and if they are missing Jamar Chase, they've got to rely on him more. And that includes working him into the pass game yep. more. Um, and we didn't see Travion Williams really cut into his workload as much, which in the past you would have seen P. Ryan step in and 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 get a, a decent amount of work. Um, yeah, Travion Williams had three rushes. So uh, Mixon seems like a bell cow back on a very good offense on a team that's going to be contending. So I, I would expect pure volume is going to give him great numbers uh, through the second half here. Well, we certainly see them on the come, right? You've got... The Ravens separating themselves a little bit from the pack in the AFC. Uh, and as I joked about Jason Lockenfora, who joins us on our show, Smith and I, um, you know, he works out of Baltimore, D.C. area. And it's like, look, the object in the rearview mirror may be closer than it appears, hmm. i.e. the Bengals are coming. Mm-hmm. That defense is playing well. And obviously the chase injury certainly is something we have to be alert uh, to. But to your point, I mean, Mixon – if you can pick up in the passing game, because another guy that was disappointing to start the year. And also, pro- I mean, look, from a draft perspective, he went high-ish for running backs just by default. Yeah, yeah. But not with any great expectation, right? He redid his contract to come back and whatever else. So it's like, all right, do we like you? Do we love you? Do we just play the percentages based on the fact that running backs don't have any negotiating power? <laughs> Unless you're Jonathan Taylor, because Jim Irsay decided he loved you. Yeah, I All right, so. the other big injury uh, comes out of what was one of the games of the week and really a crazy sequence towards the end. But Dallas Goddard comes away. He's got a fractured arm when yeah. it's all said. Yeah. Like, okay, that, uh, that escalated quickly. But now he's going to head to IR. He's going to miss some time. And so we start going down the depth chart trying to find out you know, how this goes. I keep waiting for the Eagles to revert to the old form of running the football with five different guys. Obviously, Boston Scott hasn't been available, but just thinking that that identity would show back up. Instead, it's been the A.J. Brown show each and every week. Devontae Smith getting back in the good graces uh, of the world this week. Uh, But when we look at the way this squad is moving forward and from a fantasy perspective, perspective at the tight end position you're looking at goddard was only tight end nine through nine weeks uh lower than would have expected i mean you got the breakout of laporta and obviously cole Komet. a couple of huge games skewing those totals i mean your most effective tight end the last few weeks has actually been Taysom hill yeah what you know in terms of the topsy turvy tight end position, so it, it, you know Dalton Schultz pops up again, going back to the planet Houston a little bit, but 
is a huge blow for that offense in terms of what Goddard means running down the seam and keeping safeties honest and giving both Brown and Devontae Smith some free run. So suddenly that bogs down a little bit. Not to mention the fact that Jalen Hurts, let's grab him while we're here. Yeah. How bad's that knee? <laughs> right. 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 I mean, he was asked a question about it. He got up and walked away from the podium. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, but... they obviously have a bye week in week 10, mm. couldn't come at a better time, mm. but still. You know, the eyebrow has to be raised for the second half. Yeah, that seemed to be pretty under-discussed was the fact that it hurts might be a little more banged up than they're letting on. But uh, looking at last year when Dallas Goddard missed a good amount of time, that was the period where Devontae Smith really took off for them. Uh, that was during the second half of the season where he was winning people fantasy championships because of uh, his his games were, were coming on strong at the end of the season and into the fantasy playoffs. Uh, he had uh, four, four out of five five weeks near the end of the season there he had over 100 receiving yards he was uh, had multiple touchdowns across those games and in most of those games Goddard was still out uh, Goddard came back around Christmas last year and uh, Devontae Smith still had a great game uh, on Christmas when uh when when Goddard came back but in the games leading up to that in Goddard's absence we saw Devontae Smith's numbers rise so uh, I I know that it's he's been a bit up and down this this season thus far he scored uh, this past week he put up good numbers there Uh, I would I would feel pretty strongly about Devontae Smith uh, in Dallas Goddard's absence all right let's go to one more storyline before we get to our waiver wire pickups for the week and that's in Indianapolis where we referenced the contract of Jonathan Taylor before, and, well, how many happy returns, unless you're a Zach Moss owner. Heading into Week 9, Ryan, he was the number 3 leading rusher in the National Football League uh, with a couple of monster efforts against Baltimore and against Tennessee. Now uh, 7 carries, 26 yards against Carolina, and relegated more or less to... Hey, you just had a long run. I'll come in and spell you for a snap. <laughs> or, uh, yeah, just waving pom poms on the sideline, unfortunately, is what it looks like for Zach Moss now. <laughs> You know, uh, credit to Zach Moss. He 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 ran very well. The, Made Taylor's the most absence. of his opportunity, man. He he really did, and and uh, nobody thought he was going to be any good. So uh, credit to him for for coming through and and being a, a not only like a, a a productive member, but like a pretty pretty darn good running back uh, through the the first part of this season. But yeah, it just felt inevitable. Uh, the they were easing Taylor back in. Uh, because you know he missed time because of his injury and there was all the contract stuff but once they heavily invested in him you got to feel like at some point Jim Irsay himself was saying all right it's it's time to unleash Jonathan Taylor now because quite frankly we're paying him to be that person so uh and and that was just a matter of time so it, Taylor's a, a great play obviously for the remainder of the season uh, Zach Moss is going to start going onto your bench, but he should still be rostered. Oh, 100%. <laughs> because, yeah, because yeah. No, if, you got you always got to have your insurance card yeah. at the ready. And if, because if Taylor misses any time at all, it, it, he's an easy start, Zach Moss is. So, uh, yeah, you've definitely got to still roster him. And, like, maybe in matchup dependence, if, if they're playing some really rough rush defenses 
and and you're desperate, he's he still can provide some some flex possibility. All right, ready to have a little fun at the running back position before yes. we get to waiver wire. Yes. All right, I'm looking at a grid that's got the PPR rankings fantasy point totals through week nine. Mm-hmm. Bijan Robinson, who we talked about before, just behind the other Robinson, Brian Robinson. They are twelfth and thirteenth, respectively. So B. John Robinson still just on the outside. That's where the running back position is. Yeah. That that that's what I that's what the point I'm trying to make here, Mersh, is that he's still 13th amongst oh, PPR. Geez. Get this. All right. You know who number one is? Uh, Christian McCaffrey. Number two. Because there's an uh, I'm gonna get to a point. Yeah. Pretty fast here. Uh the, the two would be I'm, I'm, well, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll just I'll just give it to you. Uh, you got Mostert. Oh, okay, yeah. Three is ETN. Mm-hmm. You want to guess who number four is? Another guy much maligned. Uh, would that like uh uh? Awesome. Josh Jacobs. Oh, okay, good. He's good. fourth wow. in PPR. Wow, for running back. <laughs> Jeez. Now he had a a big game, obviously in Week Nine. But I guess the the point I'm trying to make is while he was never great, he was consistently right at about a ten <laughs> yeah, in PPR yeah. leagues, right? It wasn't, right. you know, basically you're I got I got fifty fifty to sixty yards and I got a couple of receptions yeah. week after week. And then he's had a, a couple of big games. He had a twenty eight point game, he had a twenty point game, and then the last two weeks he's put up nearly thirty eight points between the game against the uh the Bears. Uh, and then coming back uh, against the Giants. Swift is fifth. Moss is sixth. Number seven, suspended for three games. But Alvin Kamara (laughs) is number seven amongst your running backs. Just trying to show you the chaos. I mean, number 14 is Kyron Williams. Hasn't played in three weeks. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So at the running back position, good luck. Top 20 still. A-chan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one point nine, and then three monster games yep. put him at RB twenty. In yeah. other words, everybody give yourself a big hug. You're doing okay. <laughs> He's Ryan Bersinger. I'm Mike Harmon. I watch your flex continues. Waiver wire pickups going into week ten. Coming up next. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Juan Gabriel. Juan Gis. Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Extina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. 
guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, time to get into the waiver wire, the chaos, guillotine leagues, your fantasy leagues, trying to figure out some some plays down the stretch. A lot of what we're looking at, Bursch, I think, you know, we got a couple of wide receivers. We've already talked about Tyler Boyd a little bit. We've already talked uh, about the return of Kyler Murray or Josh Dobbs. Uh, at the quarterback position, I mean, Sam Howell's still available in almost 40% mm-hmm. of leagues. Not quite sure how. Yes, there are some some turnover issues, but he's got almost 2,500 passing yards and 14 touchdowns. Will Levis, we gave him his flowers. Uh, some bad throws. He's going to rely too much on his yoked arm every once in a while, uh, but he's going to do some good things so long as Hopkins is out there to work with him. Russell Wilson coming out of the bye week. Again, as much as we've kind of bagged on, on where he is, and I, I – don't know how the marriage is with him and Peyton. Still 16 touchdowns against four interceptions before their bye week. And then Baker Mayfield, 12 against four. Both of those guys, sub 50% owned. Mm. Not monster plays, but again, we're looking at long term. And with the amount of quarterbacks that are going into the dirt, and i.e. the the injury tent, mm-hmm. uh, maybe maybe it's time to add an extra quarterback on the end of your roster. If nothing else, you're screwing other, over your opponents. Yeah. Because once they need right. one, they ain't there. Yep. And then Aaron Rodgers, if you really want to get cheeky right. and long-term based on what you saw. All right, running backs really quick. Keaton Mitchell's going to be the hot guy of the week mm-hmm. coming out of Baltimore paired up with Gus Edwards and obviously the rushing exploits of Lamar Jackson. Uh, Only 5% owned. Uh, Justice Hill uh, goes to the scrap bin. Uh, Jalen Warren, 29 receptions on the year PPR leagues. He's a must-own for me. Mm -hmm. Must-roster anyway. Still a third of leagues having bothered. Uh, Rashid Shaheed, uh, not, you know, big speed. He's not going to put up massive uh, reception counts each week, but he's part of the offense. Rasheed Rice for the Chiefs seems to have the trust. Look, that offense is broken, but you've at least got somebody that steps forward a little bit beyond Kelsey, and that's Rice thus far. And then uh, Khalil Shakir appears to be supplanting Gabe Davis as a trusted option Mm -hmm. for Josh Allen. Uh, There's a lot of mess there in Buffalo, but PPR leagues, I'll take the targets. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, I, I, I I take it. Um, 
something I've noticed that Khalil Herbert should be he's, he's been, back at he's, practice. He's been designated yeah. to return. Um, so he's he's worth taking a look if he happened to hit waivers while he was on the IR. He did in mm-hmm. one of my leagues. I, I was able to grab him. Um, and and this week, I think, especially I, it's a pretty good matchup with the Panthers. With the on Panthers, night. Burns probably isn't going to play at mm-hmm. least as with the short week uh, as we sit here late Monday, early Tuesday. Doesn't look like he's going to be able to go. So yeah. there's a few uh, few extra tackles that get missed. And if you're looking for an interesting uh, deep stream at quarterback, I know Let's go. I, I've I <laughs> said a lot of negative things about Arthur Smith here, but uh, Taylor Heineke against the Cardinals. That's no, no, that's it. Pretty good. They've pretty got good the number matchup. one pick, and they're not going to yeah. give it up. Yeah. Although I am curious, you know, the Kyler Murray thing, as we mentioned a little bit before, I, I still wouldn't take him out of bubble wrap. Right, right. You've got the you've got the number. I mean, I guess you you still can trade the number two or number three for a bevy of picks mm-hmm. if Kyler Murray and Gannon seems like they've got nice sandbox and something going behind mm-hmm. the scenes that maybe they they work together well and, and get an opportunity for twenty four. So you take that pick and you you know flip it into a number of others. But that number one is nice and juicy. Yeah, it is. Nice and juicy. <laughs> uh, certainly some great return there. Uh, we talked about Tank Dell. Quick, uh, the tight end, Johnny Smith, only 28% owned. Yeah. And all they uh, do is give him the ball. If he's going to be a pass catcher <laughs> and carry the ball now and again. Uh, going back to the said Arizona Cardinals, Trey McBride. Mm-hmm. Big target count. Yeah. Right? Wilson yeah. Uh, has been banged up, and you you, you really, uh, outside of Hollywood Brown, haven't seen a lot. And then uh, Kate Otten had his huge game. He's got 16 catches. Again, the tight end position being what it is, you're trying to catch lightning in a bottle. Mm-hmm. And uh, three straight weeks, 9.3, 8.7, 23. The target count has been pretty immense these last couple of weeks. So uh, opportunity. Duff knock. Anybody else? Any other uh, venting you need to do? You survived guillotine. I did. I so did. that's good. I feel really good about that team now. So. Oh, I don't. <laughs> I, you know, I from my waiver wire heroes to where we are now, still a lot of work to do. I got a lot of uh, red letters next to players' names moving forward. Uh, anyway, we're gonna wrap it for this one. We'll be back throughout the week. More news and notes. Obviously, all the hot plays, Ryan streaming defenses, and so much more coming up as we get you ready for Week 10 on I Watch Your Plays. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct, but most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.